What's up everybody, welcome back to the podcast The Imperfect Man Podcast with me Um, no worry guess <laughs> What's up guys So, good morning Well, it's 4.54 in the morning I've been up since like 4 I woke up I fell asleep early, I fell asleep at like 9 o'clock 10 o'clock, something like that That's early for me I'm tired <laughs> But, you know, when the Lord wants you to work, you gotta work. <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna start at 4 o'clock when my son woke up. And then, you know how I'm coming at y'all. I got the coffee, and I have like half a coffee stick left. So your boy your boy brought out the chips ahoy. You know how I'll be, you know what I'm saying? My son woke up. So I had to go put him back down because it's early, you know what I mean? He don't he, he don't wake up till like eight or nine o'clock. He went to bed at at um I think eight, nine, eight or nine, something like that. Something crazy. But yeah, I'm tired, but it's all good. God's been telling me to get my booty up and get to work. You know what I'm saying? So I'm here with y'all. Thank you guys. I hope you guys um, like the Prayer Warriors episode. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I think it has. Let me double check. So our Prayer Warriors episode has 14 downloads. So that must mean y'all like it. Ready? Let's go through. Let's go through the um, the list real quick. Okay. So episode one has 77 downloads. Episode um, mental clarity episode, 21 downloads. Who's your rock episode, 17. Prayer warriors, 14. Passover or passed over, 13. And then the announcement has 10. So y'all are just killing it with the love. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just killing it with the love. That's for sure. So. Shout out to you guys and all glory to God always. But uh, let me eat this cookie real quick. I would love to like hear what you guys thought about like dipping stuff in your coffee. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I dip stuff in my coffee, but I feel like that's not like a normal thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's milk or something. I just feel like there's some people like I can drink. I drink coffee like without having to dip stuff in it. You know what I mean? But I feel like there's probably some people out there that think like putting coffee sticks in your coffee is a sin. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that. Something crazy like that. But that's just me. You know what I mean? Like I was just curious. Like you you don't gotta, you don't have to dip stuff in your coffee if you don't want to. I do though. I like it. I think it's good. But y'all already know I'm a weirdo, so it don't matter. Lately, I've been drinking, like, sweeter coffee for some reason. And it was my lady. She likes to drink sweet coffee. And then, um, I would drink, like, some strong coffee, like, just a little creamer. I don't put sugar in my coffee. I used to. But, um, like, that sugary, caney taste. I started to notice it more, because my lady, she didn't put sugar in her coffee when we first met. So I was like... Uh, sugar? She's like, nah, I just put creamer. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and then, um, ever since then, I tried it and I was like, yo, it does taste like better than putting like little sugar crystals and stuff in your coffee. So I just be putting creamer or like half and half and stuff like that. I feel like if you start doing that, when you first start doing it, you end up using a lot of creamer because you're so used to like that sweet, sweet coffee. But I realized like over time, like my taste buds have changed and like my creamer has lasted longer. Because I just noticed that I didn't need as much like sugar, you know what I'm saying? Or like sweetener, I guess you could say. Or you can even mix like a half and half or throw milk in it and you know, something like that. I used to, um, well, I can't say I used to, but. I've had black coffee a couple times, and I I liked it. I don't know if I've ever finished a full cup of black coffee, though. Because black coffee's aggressive. Like, it really is. Like, you gotta, like... mm, 
Maybe I could eat like or eat. I feel like maybe I could drink one of those like flavored black coffees and like smash one of those. You know what I mean? But I don't know. It's the morning, guys. So you know what I'm saying. We gotta get we gotta get the juices going. You know, I prayed a little bit before we got on, so we gotta figure out what direction we're gonna head into. And right now, we just chilling and talking. So. If that's what it's going to be, that's what it's going to be today. But um, we're not going to do a Prayer Warriors episode. We're going to drop this episode and then drop a Prayer Warriors episode. Or do another one. I'm not sure yet. I'm a little tired. But ain't nothing like... Ain't nothing like wiping the crust out your eye and talking. You know what I'm saying? So, it's cool. But yeah, I hope everybody's doing good. I hope you guys are blessed. I hope you guys are, you know sticking to it you know because it's hard it really is and like i said like it's a decision that you have to make every day you know what i mean like god doesn't force us to follow him and that's what's so great is like like you ever had like a friend you know what i'm saying and you're like you had like a conflict with him or a conflict with them and they made you choose you know what i'm saying i forgot who it was but I think it was either something I watched or something I heard in person. And they said, like, a real friend wouldn't make you choose between something. And it kind of makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, a real friend will want you to, to do something that's good for you or good in, like, your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, something that you feel isn't bad. And it wouldn't make you choose between two good things if that's what they are. You know what I'm saying? And that's what God is. God's a good friend. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's our best friend. He's supposed to be our best friend. And, like, he doesn't make us choose to follow him. And that's what's so great about him. It's like, he's not like our parent. Like, he's our father. But he's not like our parents forcing us to go to church. You know what I'm saying? Like, every day we make that decision whether or not to follow him. And if we choose to make that decision, then we, you know, we're blessed for it. And we're also attacked a lot harder, but that's because we love him so much. So to us, it shouldn't be like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't follow God because you know what I'm saying? Because like, I don't want to go through more struggle, you know? But I read this verse the other day. It was like, blessed are those who go through suffering and they should take pride in being tested, right? Because that knows that, that that's like that's our acknowledgement of knowing that God's on our side. That's our acknowledgement of knowing that God got our he like he has our back, you know what I'm saying? So for me, when I read that I was like, yo, I was going through some things at that time and I was like, yo, that that's nice. You know, like that's good to hear because it's like sometimes you never know, you know what I mean? Like like I know how conflicting life can be. Like, you want to go this way because you think it's good, but then this other thing opens up and you're like, well, maybe I should do that. And then you just start playing with your head a little bit, you know what I mean? Or, like, you start thinking, like, yo, is, is following God worth it? Or is wanting to be, like, this specific way worth it all you know what i'm saying or like is it real and is it like you know what i'm saying is it worth anything and it's so crazy because me and my lady were talking the other day about spirits and like demons and stuff and i always heard that people believe in spirits but they don't believe in demons right but it's like how can you believe in a spirit and knowing that it's coming from something or somebody's like spirit or soul, right? How can you believe that that is like something that can't be demonic? You know what I'm saying? Because like, I feel like there's people out there that know. I feel like there's people out there. I feel like everybody deep down, deep down knows that God's real, right? I feel like everybody deep down knows that the devil's real and demons are real, right? But in the Bible it says you can't believe in God and not believe in Satan, 
or you can't believe in Satan and not believe in God. Something like that, right? Because there's always going to be good and evil. And that's the good and evil. There's always a, a hero and there's always a villain. So, I feel like, how can you believe in spirits and believe in, like, the supernatural without being believing in, like, God the Father? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like everybody had, everybody has some sort of belief in the supernatural. And that's just because, like, even God did supernatural things, you know what I mean? Like, he healed the dead, like, he raised the dead, he healed the sick, took away disease, helped paralyze people. That's Those are, like, supernatural, you know what I'm saying? But it's not really supernatural because it's, like, God's healing power, you know? And you read stories in the Bible, like, you're like, yo, how does he do that? How does he do that? Like, how did Jesus fast for 40 days and 40 nights? And he survived, you know? Like, how could we do that now? And it's crazy because it's like, you think about it, and it's like, is that real? But it is. Because God, because Jesus was blameless, right? Jesus was the only perfect human being, right? So he's he's capable of doing those things. He's capable of fasting for 40 days, 40 nights, and not dying, not needing water, not needing food, right? Being able to be tempted by the devil and be like, flee from me, Satan, right? But that's because he paid the ultimate price that he didn't have to pay. That's because he's God's son, right? When he was getting beat and whipped, right? I don't know if you guys ever seen The Passion of the Christ, but there's this part that I always remember where they get the whip, they whip him, and then it's like slow motion or something. Maybe it's not even slow motion, but I think about it in slow motion when they take the whip out and chunks of his skin and blood fly off. You know what I'm saying? Or like when his hands are tied up and they get that big old like nail thing or whatever and they start to hammer it boom 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 right into his hands and it's like well yeah no wonder i can't fast for 40 days and 40 nights i didn't go through that and nor will i choose to go through that you know what i mean but then again that's where it comes in like that's the choice god gives us a choice to follow him he gives us a choice to have faith in him to know that he's real to know that he sent his son to die on the cross for us and go through that pain and suffering for us you know what i'm saying and that's just a movie it could have been way worse for all we know and we just we never know we'll never know we'll never know through like what pain right that you went through but we do know how to make up for it you know because all god wants is for us to worship him all he wants is for us to give him our all like, basically, like, all he wants is our love, right? All he wants is to give him glory. All he wants us to do is let our light shine on the world that he gives us. You know what I'm saying? And that's the only way to repay him. Like, we make a choice every day to serve him or to serve the world. And we can't figure out what you want to do then it's kind of like spinning in his face you know like everything gets so glorified right everything like you know try this do this smoke that smoke this you know what i'm saying go do this with your friends go do that with your friends sometimes we start to feed into it ourselves like you know maybe we should do that or maybe i should have done that right but you don't realize, like, if you were to go back in time and to do those things, they could change your life forever. You could be dead the next day, for all you know, right? Or, you know, something else, something crazy, right? And it's only through God's grace and His love and His mercy on us that we've surpassed the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, the decisions that we made during that time were probably the best decisions. Because they got us to where we are right now. 
and your life may not be the best right now, but it could have been worse, right? Or maybe your life's great right now, but it's because you made those decisions back in the day. Because God allowed you not to fall into something that probably could have ruined your life forever. And we'll never know what he went through. But the only way to re like the only way to repay him is by serving him. Right? Don't let him go through all that for nothing. Don't let him go through all that for uh well, you know, thanks, love you too, you know what I'm saying? But not showing him. It's all about action, right? It's all about action. Like you you can show somebody you love them through your actions. You could probably, you know, they want to hear I love you, but words only mean so much if there's no action. I feel like my action is doing this for you, right? Well, that and serving God. And not doing it for you, but like doing it with you guys. Because I don't do it for you guys, right? I do it with you guys. This is our podcast. We talk about Jesus together, right? We talk about how much we love him together, right? Even if it's only me talking. I know you guys love him too. And I know the reason you guys listen is because you love him, right? Maybe this is the only way you guys can like, you know what I'm saying? Like hear it and actually understand it or hear it and want to listen to more. And um, God's been putting it on my heart to drop a couple more episodes, you know what I'm saying? So... I gotta try to bang out some more episodes before it's like no more episodes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm gonna try to post more. And um, it's hard to me. It's hard for me to be consistent on like social media and stuff because I'm just not ready for that stuff yet, right? I don't have enough self-control yet, right? I don't want to be doing good doing good and then fall and i was reading in the bible it says like to help like to be able to have self-control to to figure out how it it wouldn't say this exactly but you know what i'm saying like it was just saying like you need to figure out how to control your own body that is honorable and loving and loving towards god right so like even with the mental clarity stuff like you got to be able to control your mind and it's hard but you got to figure it out i'm i'm still trying to figure it out right and my mental clarity is getting better it's not as bad as it was a couple weeks ago so i know it's getting better and i know it can get better me and my wife we just we finished a a week of fasting bread right because we were munching on cheeseburgers and sandwiches and stuff like and we just finished right and it feels good. So now I'm going to go back to a week of eating everything. And then I'm going to try fasting for 10 days. Where I'm just drinking basically just liquids. So I'm just going to have water, coffee, and a protein shake. Right? I'm going to do that for 10 days. And I'm not doing it to like lose weight or anything. But I'm doing it as like a sacrifice to God. To help me get over my stump, right? To help me with my mental clarity, to help me with laziness, to help me with anger, to help me with, you know, my impatience, to help me with getting better at being better. You know what I'm saying? Getting better at following Him. And it's important because the Bible, it tells us to fast and it says to fast in secret, right? That's why I don't really like, I'm not trying to like let you guys know like, hey, look at me, I'm fat. You know what I'm saying? It said, I forgot what it said in the Bible, but it said something funny. It was kind of funny. It was like, don't, it, it said something like this. It was just like, don't fast and then act like you're dying. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like show off that you're fasting. You want to fast and look like you're not missing a beat because that's how you know you'll be in tune with God during your fast. And I don't think anybody knew about our fast until the day before yesterday so on tuesday and that's only because we went to go celebrate my one my my wife's brother's birthday and they had like 
pulled pork sandwiches and stuff. And we ate the pork and stuff, but we didn't eat the bread. And um, her nana asked us why. And I was like, and my wife was like, oh, we're just fasting. We're fasting bread. And then she was like, oh, okay, that's good. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we can't lie. So we're not, but we're not like, oh, like, oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, like help me. Like, oh gosh, I'm about this. I'm fasting right now because I'm not eating bread and it sucks so bad. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to fast, do it like secretly. You know what I'm saying? And I'm only telling you guys because, I don't know, we're homies. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just letting you know. Like, I'm not telling you guys to like gloat or show off, you know? But it's Thursday and it just ended, so. And actually, today's the day we can start eating bread, so I'm going to go get a cheeseburger or some you know what I mean and it felt good too I was eating better I was eating a little bit better I was eating some spinach and tuna when I wanted like when I wanted something to eat I didn't make no sandwich so I'm gonna you know what I'm saying like God did 40 days 40 nights no food no water right and uh, maybe I'm capable of that but um, I know he wants me to use wisdom and not do 40 days 40 nights right off the bat you know what i'm saying so you have to like build up to it right so if you're fasting fast with like things you know what i'm saying it don't have to be food it could be your phone you're like oh i'm not gonna use my phone past this time and then make time for god because that's what i was doing you just make time for god and so what fasting is it's a time for you to be more intimate with god those times that you'd be munching or texting or playing video games or going to the park or whatever you're doing right those those take that time that you would have been spent doing that and spend it with god and get in your get on your knees let them know hey i love you thank you you know and it's an everyday thing every day you're fast that's what that's what you should be doing you got to make your altar wherever you are right and the bible says they would build altars right but we don't have to build an altar because our altar can be anywhere, right? Our altar is when we get down on our knees and pray. You know what I mean? He is our altar. He is always exalted. And that's just what we have to remember. It's it's pretty cool though, like knowing that you can do stuff and letting God be the, the guy, you know what I'm saying? And I encourage you guys to, you know, fast. I encourage you guys to pray more. I encourage you guys to seek after God more because it's important. I've been reading all, like every, every, like I don't know if it was every episode, but I think every episode that we dropped, I got all the scriptures from my Bible on my phone or my Bible on my computer, right? He kept telling me, he's like, yo, like, find your Bible, find your Bible, find your Bible. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And he already told me where it was, you know? He's like, it's behind the couch. I'm just like, yeah, so I would act like I was looking everywhere else, you know. You know, when God knows more than we do, you know. So he was like, it's behind the couch. And then I'd be like, well, maybe it's over here. And it's like, nah, dog, it's behind the couch. He's like, it's behind the couch. I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, if I move that couch, I know I got to sweep and mop under there because I know there's going to be a couple crumbs. You know, I got to mop because I don't want it to be dirty. I was like, nah, I'm good. I could just read the Bible off the thing, you know, until whenever, until whenever it happens. And that's when it's like, yo, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are you being lazy? You know what I'm saying? And it was like the other week. It was like the other week. I was like, actually, it was not even the other week. Was it the other week? I don't know when it was. It might have been like five days ago, four days ago. But, um put my daughter down this is when I was going through my mental clarity stuff I was like yo like help me God help me like I need your help he's like go find your bible I was playing video games right I put my daughter down and I had my video games out in the living room and um, I was playing my video games for a second he's like go find your bible and then it went from like thinking all that stuff to like all right bet like okay and then I moved it, and then I found some beets, I found some crumbs, a toy. I was like, ah, mm-hmm, this is what it would be. And my couch connects 
So it has like the little metal connectors, right? So I had to unconnect it, push it apart. And then I started sweeping the little crumbs that I seen before I started moving everything out of the way, right? And I was like, okay. I moved it. Like I moved it over. I swept a little area right there. And then I moved the other couch. I have a couch next to the window and the couch against the wall. So I moved the couch against the wall down. And then I moved the window couch down as well. And there was my Bible. Boom. Right there. A little bent, a little tore up, and I was like, "Dang!" Like it sucks to see that, right? You know what I'm saying? It sucks to see your sword right there, right? And then I was thinking, like, okay, he been he's been telling me to find my Bible, so what should I, you know, like what for? And me, I, I'm. I'm trying not to be this person anymore, but I'm the type of person that always have an excuse for everything, right? That's me. And I hate to admit it because that's what my wife says. You always got an excuse for everything. And it's like, it's not an excuse. It's a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a reason. But it's an excuse. So I swept, I mopped, you know, did all that good stuff. And then I opened up my Bible. I was like, I was telling myself, I was like, well, what's the difference between like, you know, because in the Bible app, I can search up something and find it. You know, like, I can search up faith and find verses on faith. And he's like, dude, really? Like, just open your Bible and read it. Like, stop being weird. Like, you know, like, stop being like that. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. You know, I got you. I got you. I'm listening. I'm listening. Sit, taking a sip. I was like, okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. What you got for me? And sure enough, as soon as as soon as soon I read what I read, I was like, oh, you're good. I was like, you're good, God. I was like, you you know what I'm going through. I was like, you know where I'm at right now. I've been reading it. I've been reading my Bible. I don't, I, I've looked at the Bible app a little bit, but that's only when I haven't been home. Or like when I've been on the can. A couple times I, I didn't take my Bible to, with, to the can. Right, so I think I was flipping through pages and then I landed on Colossians. Right? And it's such a small, it's one... It's three pages long. Colossians, right? Three pages long. So powerful. Powerful three pages. I'll say that. That's for sure. And it's about Paul. It says Paul and the So this is what it says. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to God's holy people, to Colossa, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. Right? So I guess it's them like writing something to the Colossian country, right? The Colossians. The Colossians. And what I read was I even started taking notes again. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting back on track with the notes. This is what I read and I was like, oh, he's good. Trying to figure it out, right? Find my Bible. I was like, yo, well, you know, I need this, 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 and this. And he's just like, yo, shut up and read your Bible. And I was like, okay, bet. So this is what, this is the verse that I came upon. Because of the good old Jesus Christ. Because of the good old God. Because he is good, right? It says, For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way. Bearing fruit in every good work, growing in knowledge, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience, and giving joyful thanks to the Father who with who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. And I was like, yo, what? You know, I read it and I was like, yo, that's insane. I read it because I was going through my mental darkness, right? I'm going through my mental fight every day condemnation i'm going through you know whatever and it's like yo like he's listening 
if if you have your sword right and i was thinking about it like this it's like yo i'm praying i'm asking god help me god please help me help me help me give me strength give me strength you know like be my you know fight for me fight for me but it's like bro like you can't even be obedient. He's been telling you for like a week, two weeks to go get your Bible from the couch. Like you can't even be obedient and do that. How do you expect him to fight your battles for you, bro? You don't even have your sword. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're running out there trying to scrap and everybody has guns, knives and swords, you know? And you're like, and God's looking at you like, bro, I told you to go get your sword. What are you doing? Like, like go put the armor on. And it's like, bro, obedience, bro. Have some obedience. Like, listen, like stop being so lazy. And that's what I had. I had like a reality check. It's like, bro, you can't. I told myself, I was like, bro, you can't like, you can't sit here and ask God to do this, do that for you when you can't even go get your Bible. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit here and ask, yo, God, help me, please, my mental clarity, this, this, and this. But He's telling you to go do something, right? Or He's putting it in your heart to go do something, or, or to find your Bible, or to pray, or get on your knees. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'll be praying and He's like, get on your knees, and I'm just like. Uh, do I have to? You know what I'm saying? Like, I catch myself saying stuff like that. And it's like, nah. I'm getting better at it, though. I'm trying to listen more, you know? Even with the podcast. He's like, yo, get up and go do a podcast. And it's like, bro, I'm tired. Like, you seen these kids? They're crazy. They they freaking killing me all day. He's like, yeah, what about me when I was on the cross? I'm just like, dang. You got me. You know, like, dang, you're right. That's why I got up today, because he's like, yo, what about me when I was on the cross? That's what he said to me. I was like, dang, okay, I'm getting up, I'm getting up, my bad. But it's like, seriously, that's what you got to think about. Like, when you don't want to do something, like, think about him. Like, he didn't want to go through all that, and he could have stopped it at any time he wanted. But he chose not to stop it. He could have just dropped everybody dead, healed his wounds, and then started walking away, you know? But he didn't do that. You know, he chose to love us. He chose to put us first. So now that we must make that decision, right? Whether it's losing sleep or cleaning up a mess. We just have to be obedient. And that's what I learned from that. I was just like, being obedient. If I can't be obedient and listen to him, then how can, how's he going to help me? How's he going to listen to me? It's just crazy because he works in the greatest ways possible. Right? See, so let's go back. It says, so it's Colossians 1. It's Colossians 1. Colossians 1, 9, 11. Wait, no, 9 through 14. Excuse me. 9 through 14. It says, for this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the spirit gives so that you may like a life that you may live a life worthy of the lord and please him in every way bearing fruit in every good work growing in the knowledge of god being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light, right? For he has rescued us from dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. See, so it's like, it's right there. Like, he's just, like, he's just crazy. Because it's like, if you read it and you think about it, it's like he's talking to us, right? Like, Paul, Paul the Apostle, he was talking to the the Colossians or the Colossians or whatever, whatever it is, right? He was talking to those people. But if you realize it, every letter that they write, they're saying, you, you, you. Take that as he's talking to you, right? That's how we have to take it. Take it as... Oh my gosh, he's saying that to me. That's what I read. He said, for this reason, since the day we heard about you, right? We have not stopped praying for you. 
So when you're on your knees and you're praying, like, yo, God, please help me. Like, help me, Father God. Help me get through this. Help me to overcome whatever I'm going through. Help me in my mental state. Help me this. Help me that, right? They're praying for you. God intercedes for us. When we pray to him, he prays to the Father. Right? He starts interceding for us. God, like, you know, like we pray to Jesus, right? And we pray to God. And they listen. And then Jesus intercedes for us and he lets God know, like, yo, maybe you shouldn't, you know, help him out. Give him some mental clarity. Give him a way out. And you don't want him to be like, well, he can't even go get his Bible. You know what I'm saying? Or he can't even wake up and go do the podcast. You don't want to have an excuse, right? Like, you don't want God to have a reason for us to not get the things that we need, right? And it's not that he's like being a jerk about it, but it's like, it's common sense. Like you can't have God, like you can't make it like me, 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 me. You know what I'm saying? It has to be about him. It's only about him. It says that he needs to be the center of attention. He needs to be the center of our lives. And once he's the center of our lives, the center of attention, then only through his will will everything else open up. Only through his grace, his mercy, and his love where we gain blessings and prosper and, and live our best life, right? You have to know that what we go through, we go through for a great purpose. It's to show us something, right? Like me, I was going through that mental battle every day. And it was, I was, it was like beating a dead dog every freaking day. I'd wake up and then, bam, smack, smack daddy dead in the floor. And then just boom, boom, like getting a stick and just beating something up every single day, right? It's flattening. You're still just beating it up, beating it up. That's how I felt in my mental state, right? And ever since that day, it got better. But that's because I have my sword now, right? I got my sword. I got the good book. And if you don't have a sword, I encourage you to get a sword. And if you can't afford a sword, then using your phone, using, you know, then those things are okay. For Those are your temporary swords, right? But it's better if you have a Bible. And I never understood why, but it just is. Like, trust me on this one. It's better for us to have our Bible. It's better for us to keep our Bible and have a book than it is to, like, have our phone. You know what I'm saying? Because a phone dies. Or a phone might stop working. Or the Bible app might break. Or this and this. But if you have that book, then you'll never not have God's word. And there's going to come a time of day where you might not be able to buy a Bible anymore. The world's getting crazy and they're trying to kick God out of, you know, everywhere. Whether you live in a foreign country or you live in America or wherever you live, they're trying to scoot God out every day. They're trying to figure out ways how to make it like, you know, the land of the home, free, the brave, or whatever. You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But I remember God used to be in the National Anthem, you know. I remember God, you know, we would stand up and thank God and now they're taking that away. But why? It's because the people who rule this earth know about God, but don't want us to know about God. And they don't know about God in a good way. They know about God in a deceitful way. Right? They don't want to believe that God has a great purpose for us. They don't want to believe that God has something greater for us. They want to let us know that, hey, Keep being disobedient. Keep being those crazy kids. Keep being like this, this, and this, right? Because the less you live your life for God, the more that the more souls they get to pull in, and that's what it is. Like people don't like Donald Trump, right? And I really don't know anything about politics either. But the only thing I remember him saying that meant anything in any significance is. He said he wants to bring God back to America. And that's good. 
You know what I'm saying? That should be the guy you support just solely based off that reason. And I'm not a politician or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm just giving my opinion. And if the people that are ruling your country, ruling your state, you know what I'm saying? Wherever you may be, if they're not for God, then they're against them. Right? Because you either confide in the world or you confide in God. There's no middle ground. If you don't confide in God, then you're not confiding in, you know, then you're confiding in Satan, pretty much. And it doesn't matter how bad the person may seem to be or how bad they may be looking out to be. But if they can be on a national level or on TV or on this and that and they give all glory to God and they say they want God, they give their opportunity a spotlight for God, then that's what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? And you can kind of figure, like, you can kind of fill out who's talking about God and who's talking about, like, you know? Because I remember there was this one time somebody was like, yo, I'll glory to God. But it's like, hmm. Like, you see that person and you're like, like, you're not judging them, but you know that they're not really talking about God. But they could be talking about their God, right? They could be having a God of money, a God of fame. You know, stuff like that. And you just have to have your discernment and your wisdom and pick and choose who you're, who you're trying to follow, right? You always want to support the God people. You always want to support God's people. Obedience, right? The Bible tells us to pray for God's people. And it says not to judge God's people. It says not to judge anybody, right? So, whether you like somebody or not, if they're for God, that's God's people. You don't have to like somebody to love them. That's what the Bible says. It says love everybody, even your enemy. Because it's God's people. You know what I mean? We have to stay obedient. There might be somebody that really just takes you off, that gets on your nerves. You know what I'm saying? But we have to be obedient. We can't let the way that they treat us affect the way that we treat them. We can't play God. We don't have that right. We have no right to play God. And the sooner we know that, the better. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy because you can go on and you can live life. But if we're not being obedient, then it'll never be what it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? The things that we ask for and the things that God knows we need. He can only do so much and go so far for us. Because we're being disobedient, right? So let's obey thy mother and thy father. God is our father, right? He's our ultimate father. He's the one who's above everything. But we're not being obedient to going to find our Bible, right? We're going to tell that person, hey, God loves you. We're giving that homeless guy 10 bucks. It's like, yo, God, 10 bucks. Yo, he can go, like, buy drugs with that or something, you know? But that's not your place to decide what he's going to do with it. It's your place to listen to God. God says, give him 10 bucks, give him 10 bucks. God says, give him 20 bucks, give him 20 bucks. You know what I mean? And you have to use wisdom because it's not like God's not going to say, yo, give him your car keys. God's not going to, you know what I'm saying? God's not going to say that. But, you know, you just have to really use your wisdom and discernment to figure out what God has planned for you. And you'll always, like, succeed. It's okay to not be like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to not... It's okay to stand out. We want to stand out, right? We have to be our light, right? We have to be the light. But the only way the light can be on is with obedience. The only way the light shines is because of obedience. If we can't obey our Father, then we're not going to be able to obey, you know, anything, really. Like, why would you listen to your boss 
or care about what your boss has for you if you can't even listen to God, right? And your boss is the only one who can, well, God is the one who determines your raise, right? But your boss has a say, and the way he feels is the way that God makes him feel. So if he wants you to have, if God wants you to have a raise, but you're not being obedient to him, then he's going to put it like in your boss's eyes, like, well, maybe he's not ready for a raise yet. Obedience is something that like everybody struggles with because even older people can be obedient, right? I'm 22 years old and people are like, well, he's just ignorant, right? But there's no excuse. He's not like, no matter how old you are, you can't be arrogant, ignorant, or naive, or act like you know it all, because you don't. Nobody does. But it's only through God's obedience do we get to gain knowledge and wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody who is 60 years old might know a little bit more than you, but they might not. You know what I'm saying? There's people who are older than me, and I feel like I'm more mature than they are. But they think that they are more mature than me because they're older than me. Age is just a number. I remember Job and his friends were arguing about stuff, and his friends were trying to come at him and tell him wrong things, right? And there was this young guy who was just quiet the whole time. And it says that he steps in and he lets Job and his friends know that what they're saying about each other is wrong. And how they're fighting and, and arguing is wrong. Because the Bible tells us to love one another and they're attacking each other. They're saying like mean things, right? Like bad things about each other. And it's like, yeah, see, like, it's even the same with like David and Goliath. Like David slayed Goliath. He's young. But through God's favor, his power, and his love, will he carry wisdom? Through his, you know, through that wisdom, God gave him that accuracy to sling that slingshot. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are, because anybody can make a difference. And just because you may be older than somebody, that doesn't mean that you're making a good difference either. So if you're older, be wiser. If you're older, be smarter. If you're older, ask God for the wisdom. Ask Him for the guidance, right? And if you're younger, strive to be wiser. Strive to gain knowledge in wisdom. Strive to gain knowledge in God. Because the age doesn't matter. I'm 22 years old, and I know I don't know everything. I know I don't know it all, but I know through God's grace, His love, His mercy, He'll show it to me all, and He'll teach me along the way. He'll guide me to where I need to go. He'll guide every footstep, but it's only through my obedience, right? It's only through me trying to find my Bible. It's only through me, you know, moving the couch, sweeping, cleaning, and finding my Bible will I be obedient. It's only through me waking up, even when I don't want to wake up. To go in and go do the podcast because I'm being obedient. It's just the same in life. Like when you're a kid, your parents are like, yo, if you listen, I'll get you this, right? Or, you know, it's around Christmas time and you start acting like that, like acting like trying to be on your best behavior. So you can get that one thing that you're hoping that you can get, right? And it's like, okay, I can do this. I'm going to be so good these next couple days (laughs) or this next month or you know what I'm saying but we got to remember that in a way every day is Christmas right because every day we get blessed with life so we must be obedient every day and we're not perfect dear God we're not perfect but that's okay Because the Bible says not to, you're not going to be perfect, right? But to strive to be more Christ-like. That's why he can fast for 40 days and 40 nights and we can't. But that's because there's nobody comparable to God. Because he was blameless. He was perfect. 
the only perfect human being that ever lived was Jesus Christ. See, we don't have to be perfect, but we have to strive to be more Christ-like. We have to strive to be perfect. Understanding that we will never be perfect. But not willingly making mistakes on purpose or not willingly letting things slide. You know what I'm saying? Just because you know you're not going to be perfect doesn't give you an excuse or an out to not be perfect. The only reason you're not perfect is because God tells us we're not going to be perfect. But to always strive for that perfection, right? He's not saying like, yo, you're not going to be perfect, so you're going to slip a couple times and you can do pick and choose whenever you want to do that. It's like, no, you're not going to be perfect because you're going to try so hard at being perfect and you're almost going to be there. But sometimes you're not going to be able to be there. And that's okay. That's what striving for perfection is. It's understanding, knowing that you're going to try your hardest to do that and be perfect and some days you might do do it but some days you're not and that's okay you have to live to like you have to live for Christ right you have to live to be Christ even though you'll never be him right it's like you're running a hundred yard dash right you're going you're going you're going and you see the finish line and you're going as hard as you can and then you break it and then you do it again right and then you gas out and you start walking and you're like I'm tired and then you're just walking and walking and and then your legs give out God was able to run that 100 yard dash and break through that finish line every time but that's because he was God and he was perfect you know what I'm saying he wants us to run as hard as hard as we can and break through the line as much as we can but he knows that our bodies might give up sometimes, right? He knows that we might mess up sometimes. That's okay. That's what striving for perfection is. Not taking advantage of knowing that you're not going to be perfect. But trying to be perfect every single day. And when you mess up, it's okay. Just don't mess up on purpose. As long as you don't mess up on purpose, you'll be okay. You know, well, I'm going to go watch this, even though God won't like it. He says I'm not going to be perfect. <laughs> nah, well, I'm going to go smoke some of this because God said I'm not going to be perfect. So, you know, no, that's willingly trying to sin. That's willingly wanting to sin. That's willingly tr like pushing yourself back. You know what I'm saying, bro? You, like it's the race started and you didn't even run. That's what that is. There's a difference. Don't willingly sin. Because that's just nonsense, right? If it don't make sense, it don't make dollars. Right? And you just have to strive for his perfection. Strive for what God was and who he is. And be that person onto others. Let his light shine through you. Right? God loves us. Right? Cares about us. Wants us to be boogieing in heaven. He wants to get down. You know what I'm saying? He said, yeah. Praise Jesus. Let's go. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? He wants us to like glorify him in every possible way, right? And you're not glorifying him if you're choosing to sin. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to be different. And the more obedience you have, the easier life will be. And the more that God is listening. Just stay obedient. Stay consistent. Stay in your word. Stay in your prayer. Fast if you want. Fast if you can. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't know how to fast, read about it. Or ask God, show me how to fast. It's easy. You just give something up for a period of time. And you don't you do not do that. You don't touch it. You know, you don't, you don't whatever. And you put that time that you would be eating or drinking or or watching TV or texting or whatever. Put that time in for God. Remember like last last week we told you like you're going to do like your casual person. He's listening 
or you can have your intimate prayers and he's listening but it's just more make that time that you would be doing those things an intimate time for you and him and study you know what i'm saying i like studying people turn their phones off or they like you know hey i'm studying don't don't hit me up i like studying with my phone on to see who i'm gonna put first to mess with my like not mess with myself but you know what i'm saying i do that so I can show myself, like, yo, you do love God more, and you do want to keep Him first. You know what I'm saying? So I have my wife text me while she's at work, or text me while she's gone, and she'll be like, hey, or I love you, or I'm on my lunch break, you can call. Like, I, ha- I had finished, when I had found my Bible, she was blowing me up. She was on lunch, and she was like, yo, like, are you okay? What's wrong? What's up? You know what I'm saying? And I did not answer one single text message. She didn't even text the computer. She was worried. But if you're having that intimate time with God, you need to finish that first. In order to put Him first, in order to keep Him the center of attention, right? Because if you're doing that, then God will let them know that you're okay. Right? You need to keep Him the center of your life. We need to keep him in the center of our life so that we can move forward every day. If he's the center, then we'll be obedient, we'll be loving, we'll be caring, we'll be gentle, we'll be kind, we'll be faithful, we'll be righteous, we'll be we'll have wisdom, you know, our salvation will be intact. Everything. But yeah. Just remember, stay obedient. Okay? Be obedient. Go find your Bible. Whatever God's telling you to do, go do it. Don't be scared. It's okay. You know what I mean? But yeah. This was fun, guys. It's always fun. I like kicking it with you guys. You guys are funny. Even though I don't talk to you guys, I know you guys are funny people. You know what I'm saying? You have to be some sort of goofy to be listening to this. Because, I don't know. I'm not that serious. I, I don't think I'm that serious. But I'm serious about what I talk about. You know what I'm saying? And um, we talked a lot more than I thought we were today. Uh, the pre-edited version is going on an hour and 44 minutes. An hour and four minutes. So we'll see what it edits out to be. You know, I got to take out the yawns, the burps, the farts, all that good stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would say just kidding. But sometimes, you know, I might let loose. I'm like, oh. Cut that one out. But yeah. So uh, it's 6, 12 in the morning. I think we started at 5. I woke up at 4. So I'm probably going to finish this. Go back to sleep for a little bit. And then uh, get my wife's ready. For, get my wife ready for lunch. Get her lunch ready for work. And then I got to clean and probably clean the house today. And. Well, I clean, you know, pick it up every day. You got to pick it up every day. But pick up the house and edit the podcast and maybe drop it later today or tomorrow. And um, key word is consistency, guys. I got to be consistent in my faith and consistent in following Christ. So I can consistently upload these podcasts for you guys. And all I want you guys to do is to consistently dig deep into your word. Dig deep into your prayer and dig deep into loving God every single day of your life. Because we may not know each other, but I know this. I want to see you guys in heaven. You know what I'm saying? I I care about you guys' souls. So the only way for you guys to get there is to follow Christ. The only way for you guys to get there is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And to try to be more like Him every day. Be in your word and be in your prayer. That's it. You know what I'm saying? If you guys got any questions, hit me on YouTube. Comments. Um, if you guys think I should put the email, please let me know on YouTube. Then you guys can send emails. Maybe we can do prayer requests or something like that. Or like prayer subjects or something. You know what I mean? And now our next episode either is going to be, it's either going to be an episode like this or it's going to be a prayer words episode. So we'll figure it out. But, um, yeah, you know, you guys keep going, keep on, all right?
Don't give up. Don't feel lost. Because as long as we stay obedient, God will always lead us in like the right way. He'll never lead us astray. So, thanks guys for tuning in. You know how it goes. I'm not tired of you, but I know you guys are tired of me. So I'll catch you later. Peace.